This episode of Wine Time Fridays is brought to you in part by our friends at Terroir Fine Wine and Elsom Cellars. The complete natural environment in which a wine is made. That is Terroir. Terroir Fine Wine, the most complete bottle shop in Coeur d'Alene. Visit terroircda.com or simply call 208-660-9028. Good times and great wines are meant to be shared. Since 2006, Elsom Cellars has been producing 100% local Washington wine from Washington's top vineyards. Visit elsomcellars.com for more information or simply call 425 298 3082. But you know the old tradition of talking to your neighbors over the fence? Yes. We we have that now. Oh, we do have that. Except it's, the only problem with that is it's because our dog is attacking their dog under the fence. Oh my god. <laughs> Lucy just is so protective. Like what would she do? What would she do if one of those dogs I don't came know. over? She'd I don't know. come. She's- Yelping. She probably would not run the other way. It's been a long week, right? Are you ready to wind down? Why not? It's time for the Wine Time Fridays podcast with Shelly and Phil. Neither are sommeliers, but both have a deep passion for life, each other, and of course, delicious wine. And now, here to talk about this week over a glass of wine is Shelly and Phil. It's wine time. Hello again and welcome to another episode of Wine Time Fridays. I would like to be the first to say, oh, this is episode 122. Is that what you'd like to be the first to say? <laughs> no, but I wanted to Nobody say Nobody ever says that. Happy, so. fri- happy Friday. Yeah, that's right. I'm the first. first, middle, and last. Happy Friday, Shelly. It's wine time. Happy Friday. I am Phil Anderson. We don't usually, you know... Mention our names, but from time to time, <laughs> time to time, we should. Um, I'm Phil super. Anderson, and the um, the sultry voice on the other side is Shelley Webb. Shelley, how are you today? I'm good. Do I have a sultry voice? You do have a sultry voice. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Why do you think I used to call you all the time? Now we're around each other all the time. I used to call and just listen to your voice. Hmm. Hmm. Stalker. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our vices, I guess. Uh, it's turned out well for me <clears throat> so far. Um, just saying. Uh, let's get into today's uh, episode, which I have titled "A Tale of Two Roses." Oh, how do you spell roses? Is there an apostrophe there? I think there is. I would say probably. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we have a uh, reception wine. It is a Saint Clair Family Estate 2021 Sauvignon Blanc from. Marlborough, New Zealand. Shelly called that the other night when I poured this, which is pretty spectacular. It, it was really, really reminiscent of a New Zealand, Very obvious, New Zealand uh, Sauvignon Blanc. But uh, we got this in our wine club at Studio 107. And so uh, this is really, really good. And it's really actually good. really well-priced, too. It's about a $20 Sauvignon Blanc. But for this quality, that's pretty dang good. So, mm-hmm. With a screw cap, because with a screw cap. all of them in Australia and New Zealand have screw caps. Which I still don't believe. I have to think that some of those really high-end Australian Syrahs 
uh, have a, a cork, but we'll see. We'll find one. No, maybe it's just the whites. It could be. Uh, but we have run across that statistic that there are no cork cork wines. No wines that use corks in... I don't remember McLaren Vale Shiraz having a screw having cap. Having a screw cap, no. We'll have to look into that. But in the meantime, we are going to taste through two uh, rosés. Yes. Oh, let me go get those. That's a good idea. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> Here they are now. I don't think you said anything when I was gone, Shelly. Which one would we like to do first before I knock the table over? Let's do the lighter one. That's what I was kind of thinking, too. Okay. So there are two. One is like a translucent ballet pink. So think of Ooh. ballet tights. <laughs> Yeah, because everybody that, knows that. Everyone thing. knows that. <laughs> They're like that, <laughs> but very translucent. So it's kind of an orangier pink. Uh, very light, though. <sighs> yeah. We got this down from Trevor down at Terroir Fine Wine, twenty-five bucks. It is a twenty twenty-one Jane Rosé, which has. 58% Grenache and 42% Mavedra from Waluke Slope. That's an interesting combination. Glug, glug, glug. I said Grenache and Mavedra, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to start calling it Maved. Oh, Morved. Morved. It seems like more people say Morved than Mavedra. Yeah. So this Jane is J I J A. This Jane is J A I N E dot C O. Oh, dot C O is their website? Yes. The oh, website. it's just a dot C O. Interesting. It sure and is. What is interesting is that the family that owns this winery rescued the Matthews winery from financial problems. Matthews winery made yeah. great wines. Right. And. They rescued that one, and now they've founded other wineries, like one Tenor, Jane, Blackboard, and this year, coming this year, Single Barrel. Is there no more Matthew then? I don't know. We'll have to look into that. Yeah, because it doesn't have that in their list. Interesting. And I haven't seen a Matthews for a while. Well, let's give this a little smell. A <laughs> smell. A sniffy sniff. Yeah. This is really interesting. It's, this is a beautiful color. Absolutely beautiful color. It is. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I'm, how about a little bit of honey? Yeah. But it reminds me a little of the wine caves. I don't know why it's such a, you know, it's such a light wine, but still. 13.3% alcohol by volume. Sustainably farmed at Ravenscliff Vineyard. Single Vineyard Rosé. Are you ready? Yeah. To health, to... I can't go one word at a time. I have to say it all at once. To health, wealth... Oh, to health, wealth... Abundance. Abundance, romance, <laughs> gratitude. That's out of order. To health, wealth, abundance, gratitude, romance... And peace on earth. <laughs> Holy cripes. That was hard. It's like pulling teeth. So on this one, oh. I got 14% alcohol listed. 
You know, um, actually, wait, wait, wait. I've got on the. Are you looking at the right notes? Maybe not. Hang because on. Uh, on the on the Jane website, it says thirteen three also. <gasps> Cases produced. This is Jane, right? Yep, it is. Okay. Two thousand one hundred thirteen point three percent is yep. what I have. Okay, exactly. Ugh. Drinkability now till twenty twenty three. What we're gonna drink? And now. this is made in the Provence style. So yeah, French. that's really a great uh, segue because this is a super light rosé. The second one we're gonna have is a little darker, not a lot darker, but a little darker from Oregon, uh, Willamette Valley Vineyard, mm-hmm. right out. Of Oregon, the whole cluster rose of Pinot Noir. Are we rushing through these now? No, 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 <laughs> okay. no. Sorry, I should. So this is stainless steel, all yeah. stainless steel. Unfortunately, it sold out. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, that you can't get it from the winery, but fortunately, you can get it, I believe, still from Trevor at Terroir Fine Wine. Oh, so um, you should do that. <laughs> Trevor had some high high um, scores for this wine. I believe what Trevor said was, this is the best domestic rosé he's had in a long time. That's a pretty high remark. Yeah, it is. Very high opinion. It is very good. And it is. it does taste French. French style, Provence style. Yeah, so... Um, there are different styles, like you say. Uh, in fact, I wrote on the notes, um, does the darkness of a rosé have anything to do with sweetness? Or in this case, the lightness uh, is you know going to be drier. Uh, we had a rosé in Penticton. Do you remember that one? I remember it. And yes. it, but it was, was only on the skins on for 15, 15 minutes. minutes. <laughs> yeah, that was really interesting. And, and Penticton wines in Canada are... Are really pretty good. So they're making more than just fruit wines up there. Yeah, this was a fantastic rosé up there. But it really, when they, I said, it was a very light rosé. And I said, how long has it been on the skins? Like, you know, like a day? And he said, no, 15 minutes. <laughs> 15 minutes is amazing. So <clears throat> a rosé's color can give you some important information on how it was made. It doesn't necessarily mean that a darker rosé is is sweeter and a, and a lighter rosé is drier. However. However. <laughs> <laughs> However. We had, if you'll remember, we had 19 Crimes Snoop Dogg Kelly rosé. Made us gag. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Made me gag. It was very, very sweet. And it is a darker rosé for sure, but way too sweet for us. It was like Kool-Aid. <laughs> really much like Kool-Aid. It, it was Snoop, like, you can do better than this. You can do better than Although the label on the Snoop on the 19 Crimes is a lot of fun because it, it's a, uh, act, what do you call that? It's, it, you can use the app mm-hmm. and it'll actually move. It's animated. It's animated, right? And we're going to be tasting Martha Stewart Chardonnay soon. We saw that, that the other day. Fun. Yeah. So anyway, back to the chain rose. Right. So, um, uh, the color can give you some important information on how it was made and how it will taste. In general, lighter rosés are bright and crisp. Darker rosés have a more fruit and body. It all depends on skin and time. 
right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, anyway, this, I don't know how long the skins were, were in the, in the juice, but I'm guessing not very long at all. So their winemaker is Ellie Mayfield and the family who owns it is the Otis family. And they are in Woodenville. Their tasting room is in Woodenville. I called them. Wine is this particular wine is from the Waluke Slope. Yep. Or the grapes. For I call this I call them one. just so they could make sure I pronounce their name right because mm-hmm. I I was I was gonna say Janie, Janie, <laughs> but it's Jane. Uh, but they weren't there. But their uh, message, voice message, whatever machine mm-hmm. said Jane. I'm like that's all I really needed to know. True. But uh, this is a fantastic rosé. Trevor's right. This is very good. This has got some depth so and light, complexity. So yep. And so um very, very impressed with this. It's so funny today. We've been working out in the yard for the last couple of weeks and kind of spiffing it up a bit. In fact, um, I, I, was, I will say this. We've been working out in the yard. And today I was so excited because we have two rosés to taste, which means – we get rosés for the next couple of days, uh, which is fun. But, you know, the old tradition of talking to your neighbors over the fence? Yes. We we have that now. Oh, we do have that. Except it's, the only problem with that is it's because our dog is attacking their dog under the fence. Oh, my God. <laughs> Lucy just is so protective. Like, what would she do? What would she do if one of those dogs came know. over? She I don't She's yelping. She probably would not run the other way. Well, that does often bring us together at the fence. (laughs) But the other day I I ran into Brenda and uh, I said that Shelly's been planting a bunch of flowers and stuff. So it looks good for them on the other (laughs) side of the fence. (laughs) But it's it's pretty cool to have neighbors that you like and enjoy. And um, you can talk across the fence. I I like it. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. That's like pretty it cool. Too. It's a anyway. low fence too. It's a low fence. Yeah, it's not like from. Uh, it's not like a tool time. eight foot brick wall. <laughs> Actually, I think uh, Matt mentioned something about tool tool time, tool time? at one point, <laughs> and I, I've, you know, where the you only see the neighbor's eyes. Mm-hmm. That's pretty. Funny. And a hat, right? He wore a hat. Oh, he wore a hat sometimes. I think, but mostly you could just see his eyes. Is all you can. <laughs> it was a, actually very creative. Uh, creation of that role is to say only the neighbor you only see his eyes Mm -hmm. we digress but anyway uh, so this is fantastic Um, and the next wine we're going to pour is you're not done yet you'll have to wait wine gathers its taste from everything it encounters the earth the air Everything leaves a mark, and so do people. If we are sipping great wine with strangers, before long we find out just how much we all have in common. Quality grapes and great wines are meant to be shared, and so are good times with new friends. At Elsom Cellars, we have been producing 100% local Washington wine from Washington's top vineyards since 2006. Owner Jody Elsom is a pioneer in the Seattle urban winery movement and has been producing brilliant Washington wines in the city while exploring the complexities found only in vineyards east of the Cascades. Not only do we have the wine and our popular Corks on the Loose Wine Club, we also have the venue, a quick five-minute drive south of downtown Seattle or a simple 10-minute walk from the Soto Link light rail station. 
And we think we throw a pretty good party, too. Check out our upcoming events by visiting nelsonsellers.com. Follow us on social for the latest on everything happening at the winery or simply call 425-298-3082. Welcome back to Wine Time Fridays. Um, This is fun. Uh, We're tasting through two rosés for no reason, really, other than... Now I've got to figure out what we're having for dinner. That goes with the rosé. Oh. We don't have any salmon. No. So I was thinking, so a rosé goes well with salmon. Yeah. Pink, pink. Yeah. And then you think white wines go well with white meats. Red wines go well with red meats. That's the general rule of thumb, right? <laughs> it is. It is. It is. In our house, we don't necessarily adhere no. to that. but We kind of put red wine with everything. but We do. And, and you know, honestly, it works out just fine. Um I don't think that it would be a good idea necessarily to pair a big Cabernet Sauvignon with a um, pasta salad. Well, I was going to oh, say maybe. like uh, put a lot of what's the white it. white fish you like from Canada so much? Pike? Is it pike? Pic- it's pickerel. pickerel. There we go. You know, I, I that's probably not going to the the wine will completely dominate the fish. Uh, but we'll have Pinot Noir with salmon. With salmon, yeah, but probably not with the pickerel. Yeah, the pickerel you not probably need. Probably need a white, but uh, we've. But we do it anyways. I know, I know, and it's just, it's fine. Did you see that pour? Yes. That was over everything. It was dangerous. So dangerous, and I didn't spill a dang drop. Good job. So the color completely different than the Jane. I know. It makes the other one look like water. Makes the other one look like, yeah, water is right. Exactly right. This is a 2018 Willamette Valley Vineyards so whole three cluster. Years old. Ro- four years oh, four old. Four years old. If you're old. doing math at home. Well, without a calculator. Yes. <laughs> Bottled in 2019. So it's been in the bottle for three years. Yeah. So this is, um, this is an Oregon rose. It is. So our reception wine came from Studio 107. The Jane came from Terroir Fine Wine. This came from. Our friends down at Corlane Fresh Wine Bar. Corlane Fresh. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Whole cluster Pinot Noir. 100%, right? I had, Let me check Pretty on that. Sure. Actually, we were sent actual tasting notes from the winery. And we've got our little monster... Lucy, Lucy's on the move. She's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let me just check real quick while we're doing a sniffy sniff. Gosh, we have all sorts of information on this. Fourteen percent alcohol. Mm-hmm. It's a little high for a rosé. It is a little high. A lot of high. Yeah, I don't know. It looks like it's a hundred percent. Cheersing. Hashtag. Cheersing. In the wrong order, but there you go. It's also good. Different. So this really one different. is more fruity. Yep. And it's a little bigger. Dry. Bigger. Yes, it would be. Well, extra percent. <clears throat> we have a problem. What is it? I'm looking at the tasting notes. <clears throat> Peak drinkability 2019 to 2020. Uh-oh. <laughs> In the it's eyes of the winemaker, it is still good. Yeah, this is not over the hill by any stretch. Uh, but this 
comes into play when you're talking about when a wine should be drank. And this is one that was built to drink right away. Well, it's rosé, so you would think that a rosé of white, you will drink it earlier. So this founder, or the founder of this winery, Jim Bernal, he's founder and grower. He went up to Oregon in the Salem Hills area and tore down a plum Orchard? A plum orchard. Wow. Planted Pinot Noir. He originally was planting Pinot Noir. And they're also well known for that Pinot Noir. But also what I found was really interesting. Used to hand water the grapes when they first were planted with 17 lengths of garden hose. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yes. We only have two lengths of garden hose when we (laughs) water our apple tree. 17 lengths of garden hose. That's 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 dedication. Yeah, it is dedication. Um. We're looking at getting Terry Colton, who's the winemaker at Willamette Valley Vineyards, on as a guest. Okay. And uh, I have emailed him, and we'll see how that goes. Uh, we haven't had a lot of guests this summer. We haven't. We need more nope. guests. Nope. And we, we do. It gets so busy in the summer. Mm-hmm. Do you realize a year ago today on this episode was the first episode we did not have wine on the episode? Because you were in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> in ICU. Yeah. Still had I wasn't it. even there. What they wouldn't let you in. No, but you even dressed yeah. up and as disguise. Uh, I and, did. Oh, oh, I don't know. Of course, I did. Of course, I did. Dressed that's, as a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's another story altogether. We're not going to go into right now. Um, anyway, so yes, Willamette Valley uh, Vineyards. Um, they actually in Oregon, the Willamette Valley is very well known for the Pinots. The Pinot Noirs and the Pinot Grigios. Oh, yeah. When yeah. we love, when we don't love. Yeah. You know, honestly, I'm sure the Pinot Gris from um, Willamette Valley are just fine. They're very good. But we're just, it's not one of the grapes that we really like so much. W V W Willamette Valley Vineyard.com. Okay. I'll take that. WVV.com. Isn't that a great? URL, website it, address. www.wvv.com. <laughs> it's so short, but so confusing. There was a guy in Seattle, he was on the sports radio, and he would always say, www. Because <laughs> <laughs> it does kind of sound that way a little bit. Uh, well, I'm so Valley. Oh, go ahead. So what are you getting on the nose? Well, on the nose, I get a lot of strawberry. Mm-hmm. On the taste, I still get a lot of strawberry. Um Citrus notes. Hmm. They're saying citrus notes. I'm not really getting that. They do call I'm this color a lot, of, a lot of berries. Electric pink. Hmm. It's still more orangey tinted. A little darker. Well, a lot darker than the Jane. It's interesting because we're holding. I'm holding this glass up in front of the bottle of Jane, so it's a little glass up against the mm-hmm. bottle, and it's still darker than you got more juice. It's going to be a little darker. In the glass, It, like you said before, it looks like... Water. Yeah. It is that's hardly Jane, got... Not that's this right. one. Right. This one, and right now, both of my glasses are have the same amount. And I look at the color, and it's stark, the difference. And this isn't even the darkest rosé we've ever seen. 
No. But it just, in comparison, it... <laughs> 19 Crimes is the darkest rosé I've ever seen. <laughs> it was seen. really, really sweet. Wow. Uh, it says it's got, like, um, raspberry, kiwi, and honeysuckle. Are you getting any of that? Not really. Maybe the kiwi? I'm just getting a lot of strawberry. Yeah. You know, that's something that um, is a, pro- a profile of rosé that's pretty consistent, mm-hmm. is strawberry. So what would we pair with the rosé? I mean, we've gone through this several times because we've had a lot of rosés on right. the show. But, of course, um, we mentioned fish, especially salmon, white Shellf- pasta. Shellfish, for sure. Yeah, oh, lobster. yeah, white pasta. White pasta sauces with pasta, which we're not having lately, but okay. <laughs> Veggie pizza, so again, a white sauce on the Gross. pizza. <laughs> So a soft cheeses like brie or camembert, mm. as long as they're not too runny. Goat cheese would be good. Bruschetta would be okay because bruschetta doesn't have that heavy tomato sauce. It's got the lighter um, choppy tomatoes. Whenever we do these episodes, I get super hungry. I wonder why. Because <laughs> we're talking food. Yes. Remember we went garage sailing this weekend? Last weekend. And, uh, you know, we never what talked about What was your best this. find? I bought I bought a box of twelve. Well, my best find was probably another Echo Dot for five bucks. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. As if we need one. <laughs> I, I told Chris Cochran that he's like, "Wow, that's a good find." And then I um, uh, sent him a picture of a box of baseball cards mm-hmm. that I that I bought. It's twelve hundred cards, give or take, because I'm guessing. And I said, "Guess what? I paid for this box of baseball cards." Chris Cochran's a huge baseball fan. He says, I don't know what. I said, a buck a card. He's like, you did not. <laughs> I, I said, oh, I'm so sorry. A dollar for the whole box. <laughs> what does that That's make? That's pretty good. Card? It is pretty good. All I need is one or two to, to make bank on that. Yeah, you just need one that <laughs> one or two that's worth 50 cents. <laughs> then I'll get my money back. Anyway, one of the places we stopped, and we haven't even talked about this. Remember the, the Principato? We used to have Principato. Yeah. It was really good, and then they stopped selling it. Principato yeah. used to be in, um, uh, what's the place that some people think are super expensive? Uh, Olive Garden. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, right. but but now they stopped selling that in the store, which is too bad. It was a really good $8 bottle of easy-drinking red wine. Mm-hmm. And I saw someone made a light or a candle out of it. it. <laughs> and I was trying to get your attention. I saw it. Look, Shelly, look, Principato. Grapevines on it. Yes, exactly. Fake grapevines. So um, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about, I got to find my notes. Where are my notes? We're going to talk about the wine word of the week. That would be good. That would be the eternal wine, wine word of the week. And we'll be back in a second. Trevor Treller is a writer, traveler, individualist, and most importantly, a sommelier. He has spent the last 27 years in hospitality from fine dining to conducting private wine tours to overseeing high-end retail bottle operations. His love for wine is predicated on its complexity as well as its ability to transport one figuratively to the renowned wine regions of the world. 
Trevor's passion for wine is infectious, and he prides himself on the ability to educate about wine in a deep yet down-to-earth and approachable way. Now, Trevor has added Terroir Fine Wine to his list of accomplishments. At Terroir Fine Wine, you can expect a wonderful selection of wine, a wine club with wines personally chosen by Trevor himself, and wine classes, which are only $15 per person and run Thursdays at 6 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. Visit terroircda.com for more information or simply call 208-660-9028. Welcome back to Wine Time Fridays, uh, episode 122. Wow, that's just amazing to me. 122. Yeah, that's a lot. 22 weeks ago, we had the crystal. Ooh. <laughs> what do we get for our 200th? I mean, it's hard to. Uh, we have to wait till the 500th, probably, because that's the next. Well, no, I think every 100 episodes would we have be. have more crystal. We get another crystal. What do you think about that? We'll just make that a tradition. No, that's boring. We'll okay. To, we'll have to do something special. We'll think about we'll it. We'll call our rapper friends and find out what the, the <laughs> going trend of sparkling wine or champagne is at the time. Or not. So, uh, yes, the eternal wine, wine word of the week, is an interesting word. R-E-A-G-E. Oops. No. R-A-G-G-E. That's not the... No, B, aggressive, B, E, aggressive, B, E, A, G, G, R, E, S, S, I, V, E. B, aggressive. Are yes. you better now? Okay. I'll and be- I was never a yell leader. I was on the other side of that. I was on the field. You were the quarterback. I was. I was just in drill team. I'm and still yet you forgot that. the word B, E. I forgot that part. <laughs> the wine. <laughs> it wasn't making any sense at all. <laughs> no, it wasn't. The Eternal Wine. Wine Work of the By the way, that will be on the front end. No oh, doubt. No. The Eternal Wine. Wine Word of the Week. Aggressive. A wine with high acidity or tannins. And why would they call that aggressive, Shelley? Well, because it's strong. Rips your face off. <laughs> yes. That's a that's a Gary Vaynerchuk. It doesn't Chuck. rip your face off. No, but it's really. Is that what it, Gary it, says? Yeah, rips uh, your face off. This is a wine that rips your face off. Yeah. Oh. Or you work so hard. You're... I mean, I would think it would be the insides that would be ripping apart. I talk often about, you know, the high tannins in wines just shredding your tongue because that's mm-hmm. what it feels like to me. It's like those things just rip your tongue apart um, when it gets way back there. Um, in fact, we had we had a conversation uh, a, last week when we went to see Nonsense. By the way, Nonsense still playing this weekend mm-hmm. at... Uh, North Idaho College. Um, really funny, by the way. Mm-hmm. A cast of six. Really, yeah. That, it was a very small cast, yeah. Five uh, females, one male. A little <laughs> shout out to Alejandro. Alejandro Vargas. That's right. Uh, he, A friend of ours was in it as the visiting, visiting priest. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> He's pretty good. It's anyway. sad because he has a great voice. He should have had a... Um, Singing part, but because they have to stick to the script, yep, and the copyright laws, he couldn't sing. So very strict, very strict. You have very little leeway. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> anyway, uh, get your tickets if you're in Coeur d'Alene. You will not be sorry. It was funny. 
very slapstick humor. I would say those that are really serious Catholics maybe don't go. <laughs> maybe <not. laughs> or maybe do go because you need to loosen up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that's just my little opining there. But we had a lady in the wine garden. <laughs> And she found out we had a wine podcast. She's like, can we ask, uh, can I ask a question? It's like, sure. And she asked about tannins Mm -hmm. and why. She doesn't like those. Well, tannins play a part. They are usually found in wines that are built to lay down for a little bit, Mm -hmm. for one. Number two, um, that are paired with food. You're going to find tannins that... um, that are cut like I. There was a Syrah I had. I, I say this story all the time. A Syrah I had at Chateau Saint Michel, and it, they were really, really sharp tannins. And then we had food with it, and the tannins disappeared. Hmm. And it's amazing. That's why we talk about food pairings with wine because it it is super important. And so uh, we had a fun conversation with her, and I just had to point that out. Okay. I don't remember her name. I'm not sure she told us. That's rude of us not to ask. Yeah, it was. Oh, I have another thing that I want to bring up uh, regarding rosé. Some of the lighter rosé. Remember a couple of weeks ago we had a Gris Blanc? Mm-hmm. That really was like water. If we put this Jane up against the Gris Blanc, this would have color. Have some color. Yeah. And the Gris Blanc, that was as light a rosé as I've seen ever. I also wanted to mention one more thing. What is it? We have wine racks, new wine racks. Oh, no. Our neighbor. Because that's so important. Well, it is important. We needed some, and I thought about making it, but I kind of got rid of a lot of my tools. And so I went over to my neighbor with a couple of bottles of wine and asked if he would make them, and he's very good at what he does. So this is interesting because I see something, and I'm like, honey, can you build this for me? And he sees something. Michael, can you build this for me? <laughs> Not everything. <laughs> but, I mean, that little that little house set from the ark that we brought down to your kids in Christmas, mm-hmm. that was really fine woodworking. And I just didn't have the I just didn't have the tools. And so he did that, and that was really good. This one I probably could have figured out, but I just didn't want to make take the time. But yes, Shelly, what she does if she wants something, she says, "I don't think you can do that," because <laughs> he he hates a challenge. I I.e., like he a, will have to do it. Some wines we enjoyed this week. Um, these should be easy to. You want to do these? Sure. <laughs> Sure, sure. Oyster Bay Chardonnay. So Oyster Bay, down south. Down under. Down under. Um, it was really good, but I like their Sauvignon Blanc better. Mm-hmm. That's Alexandria what they're known for, by the Nicole, way. Destiny, is this a comma? Alexandria Nicole Destiny. Destiny Ridge Vineyard Jet okay. Black Syrah. All right, let me go again. Okay. Alexandria Nicole Destiny Ridge Vineyard. Jet Black Syrah. Who did we have that with? Yeah, that's a great question. I forget. It was good. It's, it was fantastic. And you were at Alexandria Nicole at the blogger conference, right? Yep, yep. And that um, winery is named after his wife, Alexandria. Oh, okay. Yep. Chateau Fombadet B. de Fombadet Bordeaux. 
It was a Bordeaux. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what was your first clue? That was three wines. All those words equaled three wines. Yeah. Yeah. The oyster ray Chardonnay was the shortest description. Yep. <laughs> um, and remember, last week we had like 13 wines that we listed. So this is why. Oh, we're okay. we're good. Um, we're good. <laughs> that's right. Next week we are going to lean into a Cabernet Sauvignon or two, because it's red wine day coming up on the thirtieth uh, of August and International Cabernet Sauvignon Day uh, on the first. September. That's my daughter-in-law's birthday. Really? Mm-hmm. Jen's on the first of September. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? <laughs> The 1st of September. The 21st of Okay, well, there's a first in there. And then, of <laughs> course, National Chianti Day on the 2nd, which we are going to get. I have secured a bottle with the with that straw. The stuff on yeah. it. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Mark Cook up at uh, Fred Meyer said they carry it. I'm getting one. We're going to have a Chianti. In fact, we How should cute. have a... We should have a, that Chianti versus a little higher-end Chianti and, and taste the difference between the two. That'd be fun. So is the Chianti that Mark is getting, is it blended or 100% Chianti? Don't know. Or 100% Sangiovese? I don't know. Because we tend to like blended. We don't usually like 100%. Sangiovese, unless yeah. it's from California or Washington. It's Not a little bit better. It's just Idaho, a, remember? Oh, yeah. Koenig Cellars. Oh, the Koenig Sangiovese is fantastic. Uh, but Sangiovese is um, really a food. I mean, all wines are food wines when it really gets down to it. But mm. Sangiovese, man, it needs some spicy food to just pair it up. and pizza. Exactly. All that red tomato-y stuff. Speaking of red tomato stuff. <laughs> Tomato. We would we would like to thank today's sponsors, Terroir Fine Wine and Elsom Cellars. And remember, Shelley, with just a little bit of knowledge, wine becomes so much less overwhelming. Overwhelming. Thank you for all of you who have showed up this weekend to taste through these rosés. Go find yourself a fantastic rosé this weekend. One of these would be fantastic to do. And we'll see you next week. Quality grapes, good times, and great wine are meant to be shared. Since 2006, Elsom Cellars has been producing 100% local Washington wine from Washington's top vineyards. Our wines offer distinctive flavors born of a singular desire to create the quintessential gesture of hospitality. Owner Jody Elsom is a pioneer in the Seattle urban wine movement, and as a family-owned winery, Jody's kids have made a big impact on how we do things here. They not only have wines named after them, they also help name our wine club, which we now refer to as Corks on the Loose. For more information on Elsom Cellars, please visit elsomcellars.com or simply call 425-298-3082. Terroir is the complete natural environment in which a wine is made, including factors like soil, topography, and microclimate, ensuring no two wines on earth are ever the same. Terroir Fine Wine is a complete bottle shop led by sommelier Trevor Treller, with wine classes that are only 15 bucks a person and a wine club second to none. 
Visit terroircda.com for more information or simply call 208-660-9028. At The Social Web, we believe that small businesses are the heart of the community and that social media enables small business owners and professionals to compete with larger brands without the huge marketing budget that the larger brands can afford. If you are ready to honor your business and yourself by taking control of your social media marketing, visit thesocialweb.news for more information. The Social Web and The Social Web Inner Circle, helping you untangle the web of social media marketing. Thank you for spending part of your day to wind down with Shelly and Phil. Remember, you can listen to any episode of the Wine Time Fridays podcast by visiting winetimefridays.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And join us on our Wine Time Fridays Facebook page, Instagram, or on Twitter, which is at Vintage Tweets, for daily conversation. Until next week, here's our toast to you. To health, wealth, abundance, gratitude, peace on earth, and of course, romance. sponsor (laughs) there's your easter egg (laughs) welcome back to wine time friday